Hi, and welcome to Hands on Change. This is a podcast where we talk about what happens on a daily basis for kids with disabilities and special needs. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about the comparison in other countries. This is Paula, as you know, your host. For this episode, I'm going to be discussing the differences around the world when it comes to the people with disabilities and how it changes from place to place. Let me start by an article I found that basically has all the information you need to know. This is an article by Susan Banger back in 2016 and it says the following. In some years since the United Nations adopted a common conversion on the rights of people with disabilities, read the file by 168 countries, There has been both progress and stubborn obstacles. The case point. When a new transit system in Guatemala City was built in 2010 with rise platforms accessible only by stairs, disability rights activists brought a lawsuit against the system and won. Now, some of those stations have been provided in ramps, says Silva G. Senior staff attorney with the Disability Rights Education and Defense found. But there's still problems. People with disabilities still must go get to those ramps on broken and crumbling sidewalks with no curb cuts. A new analyst on the landmark international human rights treats seeks to document how far countries have to come in the past decade and how far they have to get to go. The World Policy Analysis Center at the UCLA Fielding School of Public Health map the global response to disability. I quote it. Persons with disability are one of the last groups whose equal rights have been recognized. says Dr. Yari Heyman, Dean of the School of Public Health and Lead Study, Scientist of Analysts. We wanted to share and see how far we've come in 10 years. And now, let's get into education. The goal is countries is guarantee the right to equality education at all levels for people with disabilities. Children with disabilities are integrated in the same classrooms in 43% of countries. They are in the same schools, but in the same classrooms. In addition, 40% of the countries, the analyst says that misdeeming improves learning outcomes for children with disabilities. And quoted, there's schools that exclude children because they seem them as different, says Heyman. Um, But other times, kids can go to school because of gaps in transportation systems or lack of medical supplies. So, for example, a right little girl I met in Mexico lived in one room hut, Heyman says. She has a spinal bifidia and didn't have a wheelchair, so she couldn't get to school. Spinal bifidia is a birth defect that can cause paralysis, and it did in this child's case.
Heyman doesn't know what happened to this particular child, but is encouraged by the country's overall efforts for the disabled children. Mexico has been straining its laws to ensure education for disabled children, and is among the countries that allow disabled children to attend at the same school as other children, though not necessarily at the same classrooms. Peru is moving away from classrooms especially for disabled children and toward mistreating disabled children in public schools. The problem now is training teachers and there's some blackish from parents, says Debbie Sharp, project specialist at Mobility International USA. Some parents of able-bodied children object to having their children in classroom with students with disabilities because they believe it will harm their own child's education. To help put in the rest concerns of some parents of non-disabled students, some countries like Mexico are increasing training of teachers who will work in classroom with both disabled and non-disabled students, says G. Now let's move to the employment. The goal is countries should guarantee the right of persons with disability to work in an environment that is open, inclusive, and accessible. And the reality is only 18% of 193 constitutions guarantee the right of people with disabilities to work. Other protections of are of the 25 most popular countries in all at all income levels, 14 have broad protections for people with disabilities against discrimination. In the workplace, around the world, there are nearly half a billion working age people with disabilities, according to analysis. The need is huge, says Heyman. Brazil passed a law in 2015, according to the USA analysis, protecting workers against discrimination in hiring hiring, promotions, and training, as well as guaranteeing equal pay for equal work. Now, um, some countries like Japan and Montenegro have set a quota requiring that companies employ a specific percentage of disabled workers or pay a fine, says Wachet. But it's not guaranteed. The fines are usually low enough that some companies pay the fine rather than hire disabled workers, he says. Peru has a quota system with employers to hire 5% of workers with disabilities in the public sector and 3% in the private sector, says Silva, but, but employers can reach, stretch the definition of disability. You can get deliberate misuses, says she. Employers will count people as disabled who wear glasses or who get headaches frequently. Now let's move to the healthcare. The goal is countries should guarantee people with disabilities the right to the highest possible standard of health without discrimination. The reality is only 26% of 193 constitutions explicitly guarantee to the right of health of people with disabilities. Other protections, um, some countries have passed work of laws to help parents and caretakers. Peru which offers 90 days of pay leave to new mothers, extends the benefit by 30 days if the baby is born with disability. In Armenia, working parents are guaranteed to pay leave to accompany disabled children to health care and treatment appointments. The UN 
treaty has had an impact on other countries, rich and poor alike. Even in a highly developed country like Canada, ratification of the UN treaty led to its health care system, ensuring that interactive services are provided for the parents, says Heyman. And whether inspired by the UN, threading and springing up originally less developed countries are also making changes. We're seeing a lot of disabled women and girls working on health care. Susan, Sus- Susan Saigon, CEO of Mobility International USA. They are interested in making sure disabled women have access to health care, access to information on diseases like HIVs and AIDS, and information about violence against women services. But in some areas of the world, healthcare access and equality is poor for everyone. And the fight for improvement services for people with disabilities is uphill battle. In some countries I've been in Mongolia, Armenia, Georgia and Georgia healthcare has not even very good to begin with, says Watchet. The system is not there, even to deliver babies. Having a doctor office be accessible is only amusing to them. And I will link the the article if you're interested in reading more. Now, children with disabilities are more likely to miss out of school than other children, even if they go out to school. But they're more likely to leave before finishing the primary education. For children who are already recognized, such as girls and children living in rural areas, accessibility creates an additional barrier to accessing education. Between 93 million and 100 million children living with disability worldwide. The World Health Organization and the World Bank estimate that in some countries, being disabled more than doubles the chance of never enrolling in school. An estimated one in three out-of-school children have a disability. Through Africa, less than 10% of children with disability are in primary education. In some countries, only 13% receive any form of education. In Bangladesh, 30 of people with disabilities have completed primary school, compared to 48 of those without disabilities. In Zambia, it's a 43 compared to a 57 and in Paraguay, 56 to 72. According to the estimate, 75% of children with disabilities in Afghanistan are out of school. Many of them have been injured by landmines. Wow, that's, that's kind of hard and difficult to talk about. Now, in developing countries, people with disabilities tend to be poor and than other adults. Missing out on poor education not only affects the quality of life for individuals and their families, it also has a negative economic impact for countries. A study by International Labor, Labor Organization found that countries lose between 3% and 7% of the gross domestic product by excluding people with disabilities from a job market. Education can help people with disabilities get increased access to employment, health, and other services, and develop a better awareness to the rights. Now, after I said all that, um, 
I believe that if we really want the world to change and make it a better future, we need to start acting now. And even though many countries have really acted now, I believe that we need to be a huge change. This is not only just to be fair with everybody, but it's for the future. And especially for kids with disabilities, who even though they have laws and everything by the government, they're still not taken account, right? So by that, um, I believe when you hear this, and if you know anybody who who this would be helpful, uh, you're welcome to share. And I mean, I don't have anything else to say today. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for another episode. This is your host, Paula.